when I was growing up, like, I mean, mm-hmm. I was, we were O's, our teens were in the O's, and mm-hmm. then our, like, 20s were in the 10s, mm-hmm. uh, and I loved, you know, Bright Eyes, Death Cab for Cutie, mm-hmm. all that stuff, and then, uh, but then, like, after Transatlanticism, mm-hmm. <laughs> well, no, I take that back, because Death Cab for Cutie is pretty solid all the way through. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Narrow Stairs one. Mm. You know, you remember that one? Anyways, I don't even know. What yeah. about. <laughs> I just say, as I grew up, these people started to do more stuff. Like Bright Eyes didn't really feel very good to me anymore. Yeah, you know? it's like, yeah. Well, like, but I could still go back and be like emotionally mm-hmm. jarred by old songs. But yeah, you know that trickle down your head you get mm-hmm. whenever you f- you hear a good song. Yes. The, yeah. When's the yeah. last? Like that one comes few and far between now for me. Yeah. So yeah. Twig was one of those. For really. Me. Yeah, dude. Whenever it started up, I was like, because it reminded me of when I started too. Yeah, I used yeah. To do, I had a little four track. Mm-hmm. You remember yeah. that four track? Oh, so, yeah. So. We wore that thing out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. God. But yeah, it kind of reminded me of those days. I was like, oh. I'm in this. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it is four tracks on band labs. Like, oh, yeah. Yeah. It's just simple. But yeah. Yeah, that's all you need. Yeah. Happy Valentine's Day and welcome to episode 24 of Rhythm and Wit, the podcast and video series where we discuss and explore the creative and artistic expressions of artists and performers in Oklahoma City and its neighboring cities also referred to as the greater metro area. My name is David Steele. I am a bass player, a music producer, a graphic designer, a photographer, and a film hobbyist. My co-host is Nicholas Campbell. Nick is a stand-up comedian, singer, songwriter, guitar player, electrical contractor, a husband, a father, and my best friend, for the past 25 years. In today's episode, we welcome a special guest, Rowan Weathers. Rowan is a stand-up comedian, an improv actor and teacher, and a future electrical engineer, as well as singer, songwriter, guitar player, and percussionist. Today, we ask Rowan about how they got started in improv and comedy, as well as what it's like to study electrical engineering, as well as host their new monthly comedy show, Wampus Weathers Wednesdays. Rowan also tells us about some of the challenges that they and others face here in the improv scene in Oklahoma City and why it's important that we try and cultivate a safe space for people to study and practice these forms of artistic expression. Please subscribe to our YouTube channel and podcast feeds to keep up with new episodes that drop every Friday. We hope you enjoyed today's episode and our conversation with Rowan as we greatly appreciate your time and attention. In five, <laughs> four, three. Hello, and welcome <laughs> to another episode of Rhythm and Wit. My name is David Steele, and with me, as always, is... Nick Campbell. And Rome Weathers. Our special yeah. guest, welcome, yeah. Rowan. Woo. All right. 
Uh, we're all here together. Thanks for coming. Yeah, thanks for um, having me. This is really fun. We've, yeah, really wanted to talk to you. I had the idea to bring you on for, I mean, I've been watching you, obviously. I've seen you perform a lot, and you mm. do a lot, of, ton of creative stuff, so you're the perfect guest for our show. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah the vast, absolutely. Yeah. You know, things that you're into, so definitely for that reason, but uh, specifically because I'm planning to release this on Valentine's Day a little bit early. Yeah. And yeah. I wanted to have you on because I know that you're, I've seen your presentations on Valentine's mm -hmm. Day uh, <laughs> at the... Yeah. Factory Obscura show, so I was like, I don't know, it just seems like a good fit to have you on and we can talk about what you do, but thanks for coming. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Nick, do you want to start us with any specific questions? Well, that... I am going to um, <clears throat> just say I'm highly impressed with you. <laughs> 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 yeah, uh, you do pretty much everything. I love how you self-proclaimed jackass of all trades. <laughs> yeah. Big fan yeah. of that. Yeah. Uh, you're also studying to be an electrical engineer, correct? Mm -hmm. And I'm yeah. an electrician. Yeah. Which, which is kind of hard because I hate electrical engineers, but I love you. <laughs> so, <laughs> all the other art makes up what you anyway. break the barrier. Please let me shadow some days yeah. so I cannot. Well, I need help on Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> so that I cannot build shit that is not actually usable. You know? Yeah. Yeah, I would have... You want to you get into the nitty gritty of I would it. love yeah. to not be part of the problem. Yeah. Like... Just as long as you don't put a plug where a window goes, we're good. Like, <laughs> they'll do that a lot and be like, stay the prince and you're like i don't even know <laughs> how this magic works yeah. so like wireless 120 doesn't exist yet yeah <laughs> that's interesting yeah but so what is the major difference between i mean electrical engineer i don't know what is that can you explain exactly for like i mean i don't know it's a engineer is a weird term for me it's like what how do you make shit and like it's technical i don't know yeah <laughs> but you know so what is that? i mean it's a very open definition mm -hmm. like um it's like what you can do as an electrical engineer is you could be designing how the electricity mm -hmm. in a home needs to look. You could also be figuring out how the battery pack on a drone right. is going to get the most efficient kind of power a, source. Yeah. So it's kind of a studying of that. In Your a way. entire job could be like how to make sure this antenna receives signals <laughs> the most accurately. It's kind of vast. Like, mm -hmm. um, so it's about efficiency, kind of, and like figuring out like how to make things essentially your job is like a company wants a thing to happen mm -hmm. and you have to tell them how possible <laughs> but then as an electrician nick is more of like a, yeah, so, yeah so when it goes into the practical application, <laughs> yeah, the yeah. More that's when um building the hate of, begins yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but no i i, I really it, yeah. they so in my situation if you're doing a building or like i did a high rise or mm -hmm. I, would, I did like basically the bottom part of a high rise yeah they decide how far wires can go before they stop working as accurately mm -hmm. and then and then so you, you have to upsize the wire and so they do all the calculations yeah and yeah they put a stamp on it mm -hmm. and then they become liable and then we just build it yes. that's it yeah and yeah. then we ask questions which is like hey why okay. is this plug in this so window it's kind of like Great. yeah yeah. Really <laughs> <interesting>. <laughs> yeah no i hear like horror stories about that all the time and then like yeah. i never worked in electrical but i did work in pest control and like would frequently be like asked to administer deliver chemical in a way that like did not make any sense to me and just didn't seem very practical and I was like okay so like the people who make this are not the people who like see what the problem is like those are 
completely different. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, I mean, obviously, they there's some just miscommunication because it's like a piece of paper. You yeah, know? you're like, this is all my thoughts on a page, which you're really great at. So it sounds like it's gonna work. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> something else is yeah. like yeah. you're. I mean, it makes sense. I didn't know. I like that Nick. Nick always does all the research. It's like I, I look through. It, I'm like, oh, this is interesting. I didn't know. About that. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but yeah, yeah, it's about. It makes sense that you you're going into that because I know that you love data, right? Yeah. Like just as a concept, as I've seen your presentations over the past year for sure. Mm. When I started seeing you at Fairbrother. Yeah. And I love that because it's so different. That kind of visual presentation type uh, comedy mm-hmm. and like you know. It's very fun. We so need, like at least one type A person. In the yeah, scene and, you know, I'm yeah. happy to break the ground. But, yeah. So. Well, that's what I love about your art is very you. Every mm-hmm. way you express yeah. yourself and every medium is I in your drawing. I really like your drawings. I really mm-hmm. like your self drawings. Yeah. Very unapologetic. You accentuate these things, and you're very proud of yourself. Mm-hmm. It feels like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, and uh, and I I yeah you know, I keep up with you just because. You're a very interesting person. You build cool stuff. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, I, and I see that. And, I'm, and I during the research of this, it only got. I was like, oh my god, there's so much more stuff I could be looking yeah. at. <laughs> right. like, well, it's, yeah, it's that's like we wanted to have you. I mean, that's why I like having people here because it's like I want to try to showcase more of what people yeah. do. Yeah, you know, yeah. like not just the stuff. I mean, people see you. I'm sure performing and doing stand up, but it's mm-hmm. like, yeah, what about the music? What about <laughs> yeah, <laughs> everything yeah. else? So. Yeah, no, I mean, like, I feel, um, I moved to Norman after, like, breaking off an engagement and was, like, figuring out my sexuality mm-hmm. and figuring right. out... You are engaged? I was, <laughs> yeah, yeah, no. In the before times. And, um, <laughs> yeah, I was engaged to, you know, a, a nice fireman. Uh, he just wanted to, like, live in Wayne and have Wayne babies, and hmm. I wanted to move to the city... and like I guess like have a young 20s life Mm -hmm. and so I mean we liked each other a lot he wasn't bad or anything like that but I was like hey like let's let's not get married I have a feeling we're going to hate each other because these are big compromises we're asking Mm -hmm. either person to make and you guys were young I was 23 yeah so the the kind of foresight you had that is crazy that's good I got married Yeah, we were perfect. Yeah, yeah. A little bit later, I guess. I knew the night I met her. Yeah, yeah. So it was. Yeah. (laughs) No, and and like, yeah. I, uh, I guess like, I don't know. It's weird because like I feel like I was running on autopilot for like such a long time, and then like one, and then when he proposed, Mm -hmm. I was like, oh, I'm going to get old. Yeah, yeah. Like, Like, makes you stop and think. And I have to. I had to think about like what I want old to look to look like. You yeah. Know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Where do you really wanna be in the next ten, fifteen, twenty years? Yeah, at yeah. At least, you know. Yeah. So um yeah, yeah. So honestly, if he had it proposed, I might still be with him today. Right. Like, oh, wow. You yeah. never had, had that realization. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. so where so. is it? You were from Wayne. Is that Wayne, Oklahoma? Is that? Oh, no, no. I grew up Southside OKC. Oh, I Southside. Yeah. Southside? Um, but, oh, okay. Sorry. <laughs> no, no. Um, so, yeah, never mind. No, no, so. no, no, no. But I moved in with him okay. and then was living in Wayne for a while. And, oh, okay. Uh, 
and then after that, I moved to Norman, mm-hmm. and then now I'm in the plaza. So yeah, yeah. Oh, that's yeah. Good. plaza's nice. Yeah, it is nice. That's know? good. Yeah. So yeah. So when did you start doing comedy? I guess that's mm-hmm. was the question. We can jump into. Oh. Uh, uh, when was that? How long have you been doing comedy? The first time I tried it was in like fall 2021 yeah um, oh, well. not too long I, but i mean it's about what a couple of years almost i tried it at othello's mm-hmm. and i guess i was like the kind of person who was like told i should do it yeah it's, and, that's... <laughs> and then was just like okay fine Try, when this yeah. guy kept annoying me about <laughs> <it>. <laughs> he should not be named yeah. uh, but <laughs> uh uh, so then I tried it once and like mm-hmm. I guess I was a story and um, like the crowd was having a good time mm-hmm. and like I guess I did the job but I didn't feel very good I didn't like what I did yeah. so yeah I um, stopped and didn't do comedy again until I made the first dating rap. I did eight positions, three writers, two theater guys, one comedian, zero I didn't do stand-up mm-hmm. comedy again. Right. I started doing improv yeah. in January 2022. Cool. So, uh, yeah. At the started... urging of a different guy. <laughs> Every time I've been shoved on a stage to be mm-hmm. funny is because some guy would not leave me yeah. alone <laughs> until, <laughs> until I was finally doing it. So, yeah, well, it's, I mean, I think that's good yeah. for people that, especially for relationships, too. So I feel like that's one of my big things with relationships is I usually I learn so much every time I have any kind of mm-hmm. relationship, honestly, with even friends. But I mean, particularly yeah. romantic relationships, it's like they, they you learn a lot about yourself <laughs> one yeah. way or the other. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, it's so. like it's like it, you know. I was like, I guess I must be funny if like. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we've seen that a lot too. I mean, I think because when we ask comics a lot here, you know, it's a lot of times like, yeah, somebody was telling me that you should try it or whatever. Yeah. Because they can see it in you. I think that people maybe see that in other people before they see it in themselves sometimes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. You know, it's not like I'm going home at the end of the day. Right. Like, How <laughs> many so funny. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Well, I, try to, I try to think of it like this. Like, I'm around me all the time. Yeah, <laughs> and people are always laughing around me. Yeah, so I never notice it. I'm just uh, yeah. like, oh, I, I, yeah, you know what I'm saying. So yeah. then, like, so then Dave goes, whole... "Hey man, you should go do comedy." I'm like, "You're dumb." <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> like, no, but you, Nick, he's yeah. all, you always love to make people laugh. Yeah, you know? yeah. that's been like, think your driving force in your life. <laughs> yeah, that's how I got out of trouble. As a yeah, kid. yeah. Like, I mean, it's just like yeah. a, you know, and I think that that's maybe different for other people, but mm-hmm. for certainly. Uh, or why yeah. we want to perform. I think that that's because I don't give a shit about making people laugh. I mean, I think it's mm-hmm. fun, obviously, in conversation. I, I, I don't, I like to have fun. I like mm-hmm. to joke around, but I, it's like, I don't yeah. know that I would want to really be a comedian. I always tell people, I'll, I'm, I'll try it one day. I think I can't help but not be yeah. as close to it as I am to it. But I don't want to be a comedian. I'm a musician. I want to, you know, play music on stage for people. Yeah. That's my, you know, real yeah. passion so and that's why you know it's like with nick it's like it's hard for him to do music and comedy mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. one yeah <laughs> well i mean it's like a i still collect song lyrics yeah. and stuff whenever i'm writing you still it you can't mm-hmm. stop but, but it's hard to yeah. pursue it as hard as you yeah. want if you want to do it yeah well i feel like 
I mean, I, I know it's not the same for everybody, mm-hmm. but like different art comes out of me differently. Yeah, it's cool. Oh, how do you and, pick? <laughs> yeah. How do you, like, yeah. You do, like 10 things. Right. Yeah, yeah. So like drawing was my first mm-hmm. big thing. Like, yeah, when I, you're young. I grew up like yeah. wanting to be an artist. Right. Like I was like on DeviantArt. Like, <laughs> oh, cool. Filling up every page with stuff and all that. Um, and then um, like... That was pretty much the only thing I did until I was like, well, and then I was in marching band and did percussion. And then Mm -hmm. I'm like 21 living in Norman, trying to figure, no, 24 living in Norman, trying to figure out what's going on. And uh, (laughs) some crust punks I was hanging out with were like, well, you did percussion in high school, so Mm -hmm. you could probably figure out the drum set. I was (laughs) like, that's not how that works, but I will go ahead and figure out the drum set. drummer in your first band yeah um, which is cool i didn't know that i so I'd seen you play guitar uh, mm-hmm. uh, sorry your performance occasionally but um and i knew you're a musician i'll definitely check out more of your music mm-hmm. online I think being a drummer or not anybody can do it for sure it's like I'm not even yeah it was so hard for me I mean I can play drums I'm not good I don't like it enough I always say this to get good at it mm-hmm. but I can play a rock drum beat it's not, yeah but it yeah. took so it was like a weird barrier that you have to cross over <laughs> whenever to, to make your body move in that way it's yeah a weird thing. I didn't realize like yeah so so, so some people have yeah. it naturally I think well, it, the moving different parts right. was definitely like a learning mm-hmm. hurdle. I didn't realize how rare it was to like think metronomically. Yeah, just like a, yeah, because I think my brain <laughs> st- works like that too. Yeah, for the rhythm. It wasn't until uh, I was like in bands that I was like, oh, this is not like a yeah. given. Like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, I think about that all the time because I'm constantly. I think I'm constantly counting. My, I'll probably all the time, twenty four seven. My dreams have tempo. Yeah, in yeah. a weird like, way. Yeah. <laughs> like, but I don't, I, I don't actually like count. But it's like my brain is counting in a certain rhythm. Like, yeah. Oh, and so it's like when I'm playing music, it's very easy for me to fall into any rhythm that I want yeah. and yeah. don't even think twice about it having to do it. But some people definitely do. Yeah. Do you have music in your dreams? Is that what you just? You, you I, not, necessarily, <laughs> not necessarily music, but, but I do have tempo. Like things are rhythm. happening yeah. at a certain pace. And, really? Yeah. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. <laughs> I have this, something that's really annoying is like um, if I have like a panic attack while I'm sleeping, the mm-hmm. tempo gets faster oh, yeah. and I start freaking out about rushing because yeah. my band director would scold me about oh, rushing. Oh, yeah, when you're playing. While I'm having a panic attack. That's. Uh, it, like, and the dream is getting faster yeah, and faster. I'm like, this terrible. is the most annoying. Oh, like, <laughs> I'd rather have a dream of falling. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's crazy. I'm like, can my that teeth sucks. fall out or can I be like naked at school? Yeah. Like, 
something <laughs> easy. <laughs> yeah, this is, this is a lot going on. Yeah. Well, I was about to say, I, when I'm coming out of sleep, I'll usually get like, a, like I'll have something going, like I'll hear a melody or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Songs. Or and then you're like, damn, I gotta get your guitar immediately. <laughs> <laughs> That's why you sleep right next to it. You pick it up. Yeah. <laughs> I've, I've done it where I've had my voice. Uh, yeah. It's, 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 in there. it's like this is nothing. I'm never gonna use and it. And you listen back later, you're like, what are you like, mom, mom? Garble. I tried so hard. <laughs> yeah, that's interesting. Uh, that's cool. So yeah, you're so you played drums, and then did you? How long have you played guitar for? Is that something? Uh, uh guitar. You got into. Yeah, guitar I picked up because like when I was in the band, I had song ideas, mm-hmm. but I didn't have like a way. Yeah, you wanted um, to. Be, I don't yeah. want to be that asshole that's like it sounds like this. Yeah, So I was like, you know, they say easy to learn, hard master. You know. Yeah. How hard could it be? Right. And it's exactly that. Right. So, yeah. I, um, I played bass for what, like almost 20 years mm-hmm. and like I can't play guitar <laughs> like, I can't play chords you know like really? I, I never learned um, yeah. <laughs> I, I could I could explain to you what a chord is like I yeah, could tell yeah, you, yeah. it's like I know and I could find them on you know I could even find it on a guitar but I don't mm. know the fingerings and all that shit yeah, yeah. <laughs> I can't even play with a pick actually no <laughs> it's <laughs> yeah I mean even on bass I don't play with a pick so I just never learned that yeah, I never picked it. <laughs> so I, I don't know, but I get, I feel you there. It's, I've yeah. tried to learn guitar, and it's like, no, this is hard. <laughs> I go back to bass. I mean, like with all percussion, like I learned it very academically. Like mm-hmm. I, you know, yeah, you started with sheet music right. and like all that. Mm-hmm. And so with guitar, it's completely different. Like I have an entirely like organic relationship i don't really know what chords i'm playing i'm just yeah hitting things yeah, that's that cool, sound though. nice and um, i think that's how i started for yeah. sure i mean i think that's how most most of us start anyway you just like i don't know what i'm doing but this is it works yeah <laughs> once you kind of learn a rule set mm-hmm. you can follow and learn some scales and you're like okay this works with this no matter what you do really as long as you yeah yeah fall into a certain I think that was January 2022 yeah, was so, guitar. Yeah, yeah pretty yeah. recent. But, I mean, mm-hmm. yeah, you found a way in to already use it to perform, even though it's like... Because I've seen you write some songs, obviously, mm-hmm. and perform on stage. So yeah, yeah. That's pretty fast. No, <laughs> the first time I did that thing where you, like, play so hard your thumb bleeds. Oh. That <laughs> happened at the oh. sketch comedy show. Oh, yeah. oh, <laughs> like, wow. That's so funny. Like, usually it's supposed to be something that's, like, really hard. Like, punk show. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, I did it for a bit. Like, <laughs> sprayed blood on the audience. You know? <laughs> they were like, ah. <laughs> so Splash zone. <laughs> What was it? Oh, I was going to say, because you brought up improv, and mm-hmm. um, so I was going to ask you, Nick, do you have some more specific questions about that? About the improv? Yeah, like... Um, well, I personally, I would love, I think yeah. I contacted you one day, and you mm-hmm. were you were uh, setting up yeah, lessons. Less, that's what, I think I'd seen I seen that was, on your Instagram, yeah. that's yeah. what it was, yeah. and I told him, because <laughs> I was like, we should look into that, because it'd be a, a skill that you could practice and mm-hmm. incorporate. um, Yeah, so I would definitely like to continue that at Mm -hmm. some point, but just like, the first few times, like, there was just no turnout, so Yeah, somebody showed up, you're like, oh, that sucks. And then, like, I I could tell I was, like, extra butthurt about it, because, Mm. like, with school... 
yeah. my free time is so rare to like, yeah. have You're set it out. Dedicating and then no, I was like, <laughs> these are precious gems. Right. Like, I, I, you know, as a host, especially because you're trying to do something for people. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, so I was like, uh, this hurt my feelings yeah. too much. Like, I, I need to do this when I have like so much free time yeah. that it's not such a big sacrifice. You could try, yeah. You could, and you can yeah. figure out more how to get it going. And so mm-hmm. I've sort of set it in right. my. Nearing school, especially if it's something that you're really yeah. passionate about and you want to make it work, you want yeah. to dedicate the time. Or, yeah, you know. especially because like our current scene, like yeah. does not really set people up. Like, mm-hmm. isn't incredibly accessible. Yeah, and also like it doesn't it doesn't create like a safe space for people mm. to really explore that. Art yeah, form. which that's and something. So, yeah. I, I learn a lot. I watch a lot of podcasts and stuff about what you know, creativity. I was telling you earlier, it's like I love just creativity in general. But there's something about like play, especially as kids, right? Mm-hmm. We it, The best thing for kids is to have a safe area where they feel safe, where they can explore ideas and, and, yeah. and being creative and exploring the world. And we need that all our lives. So, yeah. <laughs> you know, if you want to stretch out and see what you're capable of you don't you know if you put these you know expectations or you know these things on people it's like that doesn't work for creativity well and it's just (laughs) it's so intensely yeah vulnerable right yeah i mean i think my experience in improv like (laughs) while it had its like issues it like something it did really solidify is like the things that naturally come out of my mouth or that occurred to me in the moment to Mm -hmm. say were things that the audience found like funny or heartwarming or entertaining Mm -hmm. on a regular basis and it kind of just made me realize like people like seeing people and chances are the funniest or the like the best things that you've done in your life are things that you didn't prep ahead of time mm-hmm. like chances especially the funniest thing it's like it comes from you and and deep down it's like a subconscious level right the hardest <laughs> you've ever made someone laugh is yeah. probably something you did on accident yeah like mm. you weren't even meaning to do it's like you're thinking of something else entirely or something in a different word and then something else comes out so it really made me like mm. i was always okay with being on the stage mm-hmm. but improv really taught me to yeah trust yourself and maybe and not overthink things yeah like (laughs) i didn't feel like um i didn't feel like i had to hide parts of myself in order to excel in fact i felt like oh the more of myself that i Mm -hmm. reveal the better this will be actually yeah so did you have that comfortability before improv or that's where you learned it yeah was that where you learned it i would say that's where i learned it Mm -hmm. like before um like when i thought about doing comedy my approach was always like oh i'll tell stories about my life because i've lived a very unique life and like making those sad stories funny is what is going to like um be interesting about Mm -hmm. me but i guess like you know through I mean, this is also like I've been in therapy for like right, yeah, eight years. Like, <laughs> That's like, yeah. But it's also like I think it's important for yeah, everyone. Yeah, it's like what is like my suffering is not the most interesting thing about right. me. It's not the most interesting thing about anybody. Mm-hmm. Like, um, I think for a long time I felt like all the bad things that happened to me like had to 
had to mean something so that meant that they had to be like the reason that I was like kind or the reason that I was funny or the reason that um you know I was like good at art or things like that but it wasn't like that was never the root of it it was just like um it was what I did in spite of the right that's that's what I was gonna say it's like I think the most interesting thing is what you do to um mitigate the suffering in your life (laughs) it's like what do you do to get you know over those things which i think that that's something with comedy i think that i've definitely heard people say this on stage or or heard from other comedians it's Mm -hmm. like that's the cheapest form of therapy i mean it's free to just get up in front of people and talk about your problems i mean that's the core of what some of it is i see that i'm like why i ought to go to the doctor (laughs) but but if you can make it entertaining then it works i mean right like if you make it funny but it's like obviously people that are just depressing in front of it's like no get out of here (laughs) well it's also like but why why does the audience have to fix right like why why is the uh, why are you making it like the general public's mm-hmm. responsibility yeah. to make you feel better about how your dad sucks. Right. Like, <laughs> you know, like, oh, haha, ha, we're all laughing. Right. Did you go home? Like, mm-hmm. do you feel better? Yeah. You know? No, but I think that it's, it is something, I think it's the self expression of, um, of, uh, of those problems and, and identifying. Cause I think of art as like, at its core, like, we express something out from our experience. Mm-hmm present it to the world someone else sees that and identifies with it and something in their life and then they can connect and maybe feel better about their situation or whatever too yeah yeah so there's a lot of that but it's like i said i mean obviously i agree with that don't just you know actually use it for you know but you know but i think but all art is therapy of getting stuff out that you have to deal with yeah yeah in a way so, <laughs> yeah, who else is gonna know that my kid beats me up? I mean, that, <laughs> you, know, you gotta talk to somebody about yeah. this. Gonna, so yeah. I'm not gonna hide it. I'm gonna tell strangers. That's, yeah. gonna, be, that's gonna be the best way to deal with that. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, I, I think, so. But, uh, so yeah, but I think yeah, with something that we all kind of do, and I think we mm-hmm. all should do is we all need some kind of outlet. Yeah. Well, I was curious about. Mm-hmm. Um, because I was I was there for a little while. I was thinking about doing improv just because I was like, yeah. man, I got to get more comfortable. Yeah, you know? yeah. And mm-hmm. uh, but I kind of found a groove where right. I like made a reconnection to back when we used to do music, and I was like, yeah. oh, I'll just do I'll just do that. Yeah, just yeah. Do what I used to do, mm-hmm. and Fall then I can do a more comfortable. It, and it worked, you know. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but, but it's still an improv. interesting skill, I think, to get it. Because I think oh, for sure, yeah. I'm interested in it for myself, not even for to do anything, but mm-hmm. just to be. I think more, like you said, more comfortable in the moment. Which I'm getting more and more, I feel like, especially doing this stuff and, and, you know, like talking to people weekly is just forcing me to be better. (laughs) You know, it's part of that, but I think I could learn a ton from learning improv and then even mm. taking some lessons from you or whatever too because yeah and be I, fun I have like a, I mean I don't really know much about I mean mm-hmm. literally never had much I went to one improv show okay, yeah. okay. as a friend of mine like um, experience what mm-hmm. yeah Melvin he was doing it up there okay okay yeah, yeah. we used to go to school with him a long time yeah ago. Mm-hmm. I think I know and uh Anyways, he, I went and I was like, "Wow, this is like super fun." Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, this looks like yeah. an interesting thing, and so, uh, but I, I just said it. Yeah, I don't have the time. But uh, right. my, my, my question is, mm-hmm. you say there's no safe spaces. Mm-hmm. Do you mean mm-hmm. like there's no place to just do it? 
Oh yeah, it's hard uh, to get into. For I, sure. I guess like uh, my experience in our current space mm-hmm. was had issues of uh, like sexual harassment. Yeah. And then sexual assault to other members, not to me. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the first time we tried to file a report, it was ignored. Yeah. And so then we made a written report. Um, and then uh, they saw that and we were like, this guy's bad news. We think we should, we think he should be not banned permanently, but banned for three months. Cause then like he's been gone. He's had time to think about it. Right. And then he comes back. Um, and then we think he should not be teaching for at least a year. Um, and that's what we asked for, Mm -hmm. you know, considering what the accusations and proofs were, you know, we could have asked for a lot more. I mean, we, the police could have been contacted with what we Mm -hmm. had. (laughs) And so they were like, okay, that's great and all. Um, but we're just going to ban him for a month. So, it meant that he was only gone for a month. Yeah, it's, like, not really that long. (laughs) Yeah, and they also, like, didn't say anything about Uh, it. So then, like, I was taking a break from collecting all that data because I led that effort. Yeah, (laughs) which is important for that stuff. I think any type you, like, if you're going to have the accusation to get a lot of factual information. I was running, like sexual trauma water game mm-hmm. and, <laughs> and so like I was yeah so invested. mentally like yeah. messed up from yeah. learning all that like it's one thing to have something happen to you but then to have it reconfirmed by like victim after victim after oh, victim yeah, after yeah. Victim. you're like and and realize you're just part of a big pattern of mm-hmm. what this person is all about it I was like oh my god <laughs> like yeah. And so, um, they only banned him from a month and then he got to control the narrative mm-hmm. and a bunch of board yeah. members like publicly sided with him, a bunch of staff members publicly sided with him. So, was, and like for them to have done that and to like advertise themselves as the safe way to do comedy in the yeah, city, like they so actively talk shit about stand up all the time. Hypocrisy. And they have like a bunch of pride flags on their windows and stuff. And I'm like, okay, well, the majority of his victims were like bisexual yeah. or non binary mm-hmm. people. And you're going to act like as if you're a safe space. Like you're. I tell anybody who does improv now to like do not go to the bars do not go to anybody's house yeah especially if you're a young woman or non-binary but like just in general because men have been sexually harassed and harmed there too like don't Mm -hmm. just learn and go home do not oh yeah it's afterwards it it is scary stuff yeah Yeah. something with like creativity i think with uh, doing acting i feel like which is like improv too i feel like that's a lot of you have to go to people's houses and to, to like, you know, practice and work on routines and your skits yeah. and things like that. It's a lot of like band practice. I mean, mm-hmm. in a way, right? Like, where it's like a lot of comedy, stand up, you're, it's not, they don't have that kind of and it's so relationship with each other. Vulnerable right. because like yeah. that person can make a decision mm-hmm. about what you are on stage right, right there. Like one yeah. of his favorite things to do was to make girls like 
his girlfriend yeah, or like just turn it, it to be into like mm-hmm. a situation that would serve those right. feelings for him yeah and, he, and, so he and he's mean, making that yeah. decision live what are you supposed to do be like actually no yeah. i'm not your girlfriend it's a part of like be combative because the whole thing is yes and right <laughs> it's yeah. supposed to be yeah yeah like so it, um, you're supposed to bounce back and forth but whenever people use it for their own like you said that's a terrible thing to hear that people even do i mean i didn't know about that yeah so like at least in comedy like in stand-up you can like it's more if you perform alongside Mm -hmm. you know it's not like i'm sitting like locked on working with the person other people as closely because it's very yeah but i think the big one of the huge difference between music i mean band playing in a band and doing comedy Mm -hmm. i always look at is it's the individualized sport or the group sport type mm. of you know, thing with yeah. the two. But it is a group sport when it comes to yeah. you know, improv and skit comedy and stuff like yeah. that. So. And like, at least with stand up, like, someone's going to hand me $20 at the end of the day. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> at that theater, like, yeah. I get harmed and zero dollars. Yeah, and you don't even get 20 bucks. Sometimes I paid you to harm exactly. me. Exactly. <laughs> like, oh my God. Yeah. Right. So is that what you're trying so to yeah. create? You're trying to create a safer, better Make place for... Yeah. I mean, there's is that a, what the Wampus... Oh, the Wampus oh, Weather's Wamp- Wednesday mm-hmm. does have like a lot of um, improv elements. Yeah. Like, um, uh, so comedians do their like 10 minute set, mm-hmm. but then we do like a mock interview where we treat them as though they're real celebrities. Yeah, with, like, nice. yeah. I love that. Fake controversy <laughs> and stuff. So it's kind of fun because you know it puts comedians on the spot. Yeah. And um, I mean, we I, we've obviously like only tried it once, but mm-hmm. I think one of my favorite things is like the audience seemed to really connect with the comedian because like you know they did something that you know the comedians sell themselves however they want to sell mm-hmm. themselves but then they become like a real um like a vulnerable maybe in like a a person the audience wants to defend yeah. because like wampus and i are kind of the bad guys yeah you're the for like, uh, in, like in the situation yeah making up fake controversies right. like we asked like <laughs> I so Ray and I are actually good friends, rapers, and um, uh, so we both have like mom stuff. And so I asked her on stage, like, you bring up your mom a lot in your sets. When do you think you're gonna get over that? <laughs> and so, yeah. like, but then the audience, kind of like, poke. Uh, it's kind of like a roast, a little, a way. little bit. Yeah. But then the audience is like, oh, yeah. like they give you a hard time yeah. and you pull through. Like they're rooting for them. Mm-hmm. Then. Yeah. yeah. And then at the end, we have we have like a bunch of ideas for different rotating games. Yeah. So the last one we did a five-seven fight, which is like a haiku roast battle. Hmm. Raise a lesbian. I can tell by the dress pants. I have the same ones. I mean, it's really fun because like nobody's going to be really good at that. Right. Like nobody's going to like wipe the floor. Or if someone I mean, here's the thing that's great. If people are bad, it's funny. 
Like, yes. if people write something that doesn't work, mm-hmm. it's funny. It works. I mean, it's still entertaining. If people write something that is actually really good, it's so impressive that the entire audience is like, oh, yeah, like, exactly. you actually did that. <laughs> I mean, it's like, or it's like a rap like a battle, battle Yeah. I mean, that's, you know, yeah. You're, it's a, you're very impressive whenever it's done, and you're like, mm-hmm. oh, shit, that was awesome, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I re- Caleb Collins had, yeah. like, Caleb Collins was a good example of like if you don't have anything yeah. it's really funny like it, I don't remember exactly how it went but he said he doesn't know Ray so he was just yeah. like his IQ basically just said Ray I do not know you and now I do not want to Sweetheart, like that's the meanest thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's still mean in its own way because he doesn't get that man, yeah. so it's nice to see. Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> uh, so yeah, this is a new thing you're gonna do monthly. Mm-hmm. The Wampus Reynolds, no. Wampus, Wampus Weathers, Weathers Wednesdays. Wednesdays. Yeah. W- and so you're w- where w- you, where you, mm-hmm. where yeah. was it at? Legally the, blue, legally brewed in, in Norman, Norman, right? Yeah. So you're gonna continue to do that there every month. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, every first Wednesday. Yeah. Nice. So I'm definitely, I mm-hmm. yeah, I, I just hate my job sometimes. There's like I miss so much stuff that you do during the week. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. It's tough to get out there, but I'll, I'll definitely come check it out when I can, because oh, especially yeah. if it's monthly, I won't, you know. Mm-hmm. How was the dinner theater? Yeah, show? that's a saying yeah. that um, I, I missed last week <laughs> because of. <laughs> that was a lot of fun. Um, so. We were kind of hustling because, um, yeah. like, I, I think most of us were invited to the show maybe like a month before it happened. So, mm-hmm. excuse me, um, but... Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> oh, so yeah. you didn't, is that not enough time to get ready for that uh, generally? Is that the problem? Yeah, for a sketch show, yeah. what I generally say is, like, you write, I would say, like, three or four months ahead of time. Because mm-hmm. you write the sketches the first month... Um, and then you act out and then usually the first time you act out the sketches like when you see it Mm -hmm. usually there's things you want to change yeah or ideas that people have um, yeah make it better because some things mm -hmm. may not work at all that you thought would and so you rewrite or something and so then you get to fix it Mm -hmm. and then I would use like the last two months just for really nailing like Mm -hmm. all the timing and beats uh, of that so I mean, it was really tight, yeah. and I guess, like, that that was the show I was the most, like, man, I don't know how this is going to go. <laughs> um, but, you know, oh, we'll play hard, I'll leave everything on the field, and then I'll go home. Like, <laughs> Yeah, just see what and happens. And then we went, and it was, like, the most expectations whiplash I've ever had. Like, mm. we killed it. Like, yeah. oh, I, I, was, I was just like, oh, okay, like, I was really worried that like, you know, we're we're a group of like talented and funny people and like these sketches I've read are like good sketches mm-hmm. but I just worry because of the time crunch that like had, we're gonna look yeah. like a bunch of dipshits. Yeah, even though we you, aren't dipshits, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. And and then we didn't look like dipshits Perfect. and I was like, Well, you know, <laughs> I underestimated all of us, yeah. including myself. So. <laughs> yeah, but, you know, you, you just know, too, that next time you'll definitely, if you did have the mm-hmm. time, it'll be even better. I mean, yeah. you know, 
and you you can do it on under that crunch. But I like that yeah. knowing that. Cause I hope that they do more of those. I, mm -hmm. Like I said, I was mad. I do really regret. I don't have many regrets. I try not to have any regrets. Yeah, yeah. Like, I re honestly regret not going to that, cause especially because it's like nobody. Because the people are saying like, oh, you didn't get any photos, and I was like, I don't know. I was like, I know that they're not like yeah. trying to dig at me. <laughs> going. But like, I was like, fuck, because I wasn't there. That's why there's no photos. <laughs> I saw someone taking pictures. Yeah. yeah okay. So there are photos, photos exist. Okay. And, and and I know one of the, at least. <laughs> The scenes had some videos because I remember yeah, yeah. I so I had one sketch where I was an ex-boyfriend leaving a voicemail, but the voicemail was a song. Yeah, um, and I'm basically singing about how I want my girlfriend back, um, but the reason she doesn't want me back is because I'm a I have a vigilante persona as a sewage man where I take trash and poop <laughs> my pants. And, <laughs> and I just sing about being the sewage man and, and, and wanting to be loved. And, yeah. and, and I'm playing that song yeah. so hard. Yeah. And I'm like, you know, I'm doing my like guttural scream thing. <laughs> and like really going deep. Mm -hmm. And, um, and then, like, at the end of the show, at the end of that sketch, you know, like, I run off because I got to change and immediately be someone else. Right. And I look down, and my guitar is covered in my oh, blood. Oh, so that was... Oh, <laughs> and I was like, well, it's kind of in character. Like, yeah. he would play that hard <laughs> to get so, Linda back. So I'm <laughs> sure did people notice that, I assume, like, while it was happening so, in the audience? I don't think many people yeah. noticed the like i i went around being like oh my god like sorry i didn't yeah. make that like hardcore right. and no, alex was the only one about. who alex was the only one i think that noticed right. alex sanchez yeah, but yeah. yeah um yeah yeah he so, was like <laughs> there was no light in your eyes but like your was, eyes were black the intensity came through regardless yeah so, yeah yeah that's cool does love i mean love shows up a lot in your mm -hmm. in your art yeah it's, yeah uh, and so maybe that was something you need to get out <laughs> yeah. yeah there was a deep feeling in yeah. there that it was uh why won't you love me linda <laughs> Sorry. yeah like yeah that. well how's uh so i mean you write and do a lot how mm -hmm. do you, what's your process what how do you, yeah you're getting in done, uh, you know do you capture things as they I come do you yeah. make a choice about it is there yeah. different do you have different writing processes for different skits and comedy and things yeah yeah like i would even say like my stand-ups had had different writing processes mm -hmm. each time yeah and i'm kind of like Evolving stumbling it. my way mm -hmm. into what I think I'm going to like. I yeah, guess. which one? Yeah, yeah, you're trying to figure out even how to get these thoughts and you know feelings out into mm -hmm. a way, and so you maybe you're still learning that process, the best way to do things. <laughs> and I guess like I'm like taking notes of what I feel like are natural parts of myself, okay. and like that's what's going to be the best things for me to sell the hardest. Right. And so like hmm. something I noticed early on is like. I tend to take things more seriously and be like more faithful to the rules of things mm -hmm. than other people. So like, you kind of lean into that. So, aspects. like doing a presentation mm -hmm. and like taking 
the breedability of Mario characters. <laughs> By what metric are we measuring breedability? Yeah. I'm so glad you asked. <laughs> first up, <laughs> so first up we have sex appeal. Would you fuck? Second up we have submissiveness. Would they be a good boy or a good girl or good someone who considered the name Pi? <laughs> Almost like so good. to to an academic level right. of like it's this is just, why they would be free to like there is proof of Koopaling. You kind of so, take it to like, that extreme <laughs> where it's like yeah, yeah no, that's awesome. Uh, that's, that's like yeah. there's Koopalings. Yeah. yeah, there has to be yeah. something going on. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, there's some form of conception happening. <laughs> well, yeah, that's a whole yeah. Yeah, so the, with that movie too, it's you know, they're they're going to have to come to those answers. You know, we'll yeah. get the answers. Hopefully. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Jack Black. Please <laughs> <laughs> just hear me out. I have been masturbating to Bowser since I was eight. <laughs> he has a mohawk. He wears, he's fat. He wears those slutty little pump bracelets. Okay. He has a rack. Like, man's okay. And also has definitely been bred before because there are Koopalinks. So there's proof of breeding. But, but I think. I'm on my knees. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, uh, so, you know, um, <laughs> with, uh, with sketch writing, yeah. it's kind of like, um, I guess. Yeah, that's probably more structured than most, or maybe could be than, uh. With sketch writing, I feel like I'm playing pretend with someone else. Yeah. But. So you, is that more of like you don't write anything beforehand you just kind of go into a situation or you know while you're rehearsing and kind of talk things out uh with sketch writing yeah. i'm usually like opening a google doc okay. and like basically i write out like a lot of funny things that could happen mm -hmm. and then trim it down to like three clean arcs because that is mm -hmm. something that improv teaches yeah. you like the structure Story and the structure. rhythm yeah. of, like, if you can give your joke or your mm. scene yeah. a rhythm, mm -hmm. then the audience will laugh before they even like yeah. know their right. what they're laughing at. Yeah. It, it's like it's like a cue to laugh. Mm -hmm. it, it, you know, yeah. like Rodney Dangerfield, mm -hmm. and like he has such a consistent rhythm that people are laughing before they even like know yeah. what he said. And then he has such a consistent like no respect, no respect mm -hmm. means you laugh some more while I say the next thing. Yeah. Like, it's, like he, it, it it's his period. It's, like, yeah. and so like, if you, you know, with sketch writing, I'm able to set that up very intentionally mm -hmm. because it's like, you're in control of everything that's going to happen. Um, yeah. Yeah. With, uh, with my stand up, it's like a bit different because, mm -hmm. um, I want to like embrace the fact that I, like have ADHD and tend to like really ramble mm -hmm. and yeah like make like A to F connections instead <laughs> like of like this, yeah. A to B connections mm -hmm. um, like jumping ahead or you know faster it, than the audience and keep up or something. yeah <laughs> but at the same time it's like I don't want to be um 
like I don't want to be so off rhythm that it's like yeah not interpretable yeah I think the so you push it too far and then people don't get it or they don't understand what you're trying to do yeah I think it being on a notepad is helpful because like it's already established mm-hmm. that I'm like not a normal and relatable person (laughs) yeah you lean into that because i think that we talk about that a lot it's like as soon as you announce what everyone is already thinking (laughs) or you know like some of that stuff it's like well this is here so it's like more of a visual kind of upfront presentation of who you are and what you're gonna do (laughs) yeah like in the astrology for men set yeah i like first actually do talk about astrology for men Mm -hmm. then i talk about the things that i think should get (laughs) cis men pregnant and then i also use like bluey's dad as a segue (laughs) and like that come from (laughs) australian like how this australian interpretation of a father has been like upheld in patriarchal society Mm -hmm. and like and then what did I even finish with? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that one, I yeah. think I'd seen you do that at least once or twice. Mm-hmm. I'd seen you do the mic. Did you, was that the one you did at the date night? The first yeah, date night yeah. in, in El Reno? Yeah, yeah that yeah. one was. And, and that's the set I think currently is the most close to, like, what I'd like to do. Like, yeah. I feel like that like embraced the, the most mm-hmm. of, like... I, Overall, I did a dumb of. math thing. Yeah. It was a presentation. <laughs> I took something way too seriously. Yeah. But also, like, let myself bounce around between three different things. Mm-hmm. And... Yeah, have a variety. And, and not just one topic, you know, in any kind of a way. And the audience found it really funny. Like, the yeah. audience is like, I don't know why they're talking about getting <laughs> has been pregnant. But yeah. I am, you know, yeah. here for the ride. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. Um, so, with stand-up, I guess I'm... Like, I stumbled into that formula. Um, usually, I uh, like basically have a concept mm-hmm. that I find like that I just think I could talk a lot yeah, about because you know about or whatever too. Yeah, so you know a lot about Mario Kart. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, so much. <laughs> but uh, and then I um, usually like in a notes app mm-hmm. craft. And I try to do like one slide per minute is sort of my goal. Yeah. And um, and then I like draw out all the slides on Procreate, mm-hmm. and then you usually like rearrange them or like figure out what would be the most visually interesting thing right. per kind slide. Of the flow of it. Yeah. Yeah, and then I actually build the thing, and I just like run it and run it and run it and add jokes and add jokes and add jokes until it's so is that, do you rehearse it by yourself yeah or? i'm alone in my bedroom <laughs> like with the pad yeah with the pad yeah, yeah. doing my, everything that you're gonna do on stage yeah to like run through my roommate and his partner are like yeah this is a nightmare if they talk about come one more time. <laughs> I'm gonna kill myself. Like, it's not even like it's just the same thing. That's interesting. How many different sentence structures are they gonna try? Like, yeah, slightly different. Right, is, your, like, is your house just wall to wall notepad, giant notepad? So that, I yeah. get uh, those pants hangers. Oh, that's such a good idea. And I hang them oh, in my okay, closet. Yeah. That's a good yeah. idea. Yeah. yeah. I just assume you're like, like, kind of like <laughs> an old, like. 
magician like wizard yeah they have like, just the, like here's my you know tongue they have like the big map the big map um yeah containers yeah, like yeah. Giant. it's like what am i going to interest these people yeah. with today like you're like pulling out it's like clothes <laughs> but the one i saw I, I mean i saw you a few times at, at rad bar mm-hmm. or i saw you at rad and it was like oh i love that oh the trans set yes yeah. Yeah. You, uh, yeah and you talk about like the i think this is the same one where you talk about like the clit or whatever is like very educational it's like yeah. this is what it actually is guys there's yeah. not just one per one thing <laughs> it, i was like oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> fantastic <laughs> Anyways, I want to let you know Liz said thanks. <laughs> to the G spot. Yeah. I think people high fived after. It was like, and it was it was such a killer. I mean, you had everybody's attention. Yeah. It was, and Which then so I was like, I gotta get that at Lively. Yeah. yeah, that's whenever you guys yeah. Yeah, work together there. Yeah, sure. yeah. No, the trans set is definitely like the tightest I've I've ever had something like. Mm-hmm. That, that's my goal. Of, like, <laughs> I look at how many jokes I shoved into that. Yeah. And like, okay, okay, I gotta, like. But it takes yeah. a long time. Yeah. How long did it take? Yeah, yeah, it take to put that together? Like, start to be. Start, start I mean, to that end. was my first, yeah. like, time getting so, booked. And I got okay. basically, like, I started doing comedy in January that year. Mm-hmm. For, like, for real. Right. And, um. Like, and consistently, then, too, for sure. Yeah. And then, you know, I went from, like, I guess because I was, like, non binary, I basically, like, Went from like being brand new, open mic mm-hmm. only, to getting like three bookings in June. Oh yeah, and six months of it, you know. Because yeah. it, I was just like, you know, I had a feeling I was probably going to get booked at least mm-hmm. once during Pride Month. Yeah, but then right. Was, yeah, <laughs> but then I was like, okay, so I am the one of the few Bro. queers that these people know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which is important. High caliber. I mean, high caliber. Like it, <laughs> you know, it's better yeah. than having none. I mean, yeah, way, but, you know, it's like we need more, obviously. Yeah. It's like, and there are a few, mm-hmm. at least. I, I've seen some non, uh, non-binary, but, you know, mm-hmm. transgender comics. And because I know Point A does a lot of uh, drag comedy, yeah. too. Which yeah. uh, you did a show with them. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, was it Liz at that? Didn't she go? Yeah, yeah Liz yeah. and Elwin. Yeah, we mm-hmm. should, we were here. We were mm-hmm. recording, I think, with Will Davis. And it's like, oh, I didn't okay, know yeah. we should have just went. It's not <laughs> yeah, I yeah. I mean, we knew about it, but I don't know why we didn't go. We should have went. I think I was supposed to go watch the kids. And, yeah, I mean, anyways, but I came here anyways. But yeah, so I, that was a fun. And I love what they're doing. I always shout them out. We're going to mm-hmm. have a, a segment with them soon. Oh, cool. Um, yeah. Which I was telling you about this mm-hmm. earlier. We're gonna that's one. We're gonna go and interview them and talk to them about mm-hmm. their space because they're just doing so much cool stuff and especially with the queer community and you know this is like I, I when they when I first really found out what they're doing I was like this is great it's like you know the the gay district needs comedy too why can't you know like they well, have comedy and they get and comedy they yeah, just like get it in drag shows right and that, that, yeah, yeah which i've always been a huge fan i love mm-hmm. drag and i think it's something i realized why i always loved going to drag shows it's the performance that's mm-hmm. why i love it's like the pure expression of performing and it's so yeah cool to see people do that and that's like, I've always been, I loved going to Hilo. We went to Hilo mm-hmm. every Friday for drag night. <laughs> this is yeah. a fun time, so. Yeah, no. But yeah, I, they do that with performing, yeah. and they do, they're very funny. A lot of very funny drag, mm-hmm. drag queens. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no. Um, there's one, uh, I forget. 
His name is Eddie Hefner, but I forget. Yeah, the um, drag name. That's like usually yeah. you remember that they have some really I, I think great it's like, <laughs> names. I think, I think they go by like Pulpy Fleshy. Yeah. And uh, and oh my gosh, he does this great act where he like sings to these fucking <laughs> trash ass indie, not even indie rock, like an even lamer, lamer <laughs> of indie rock. Just bed. like, yeah, like, college rock. Um, That's what I- <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's very clearly like, I went to OCU, <laughs> OCO, like, and and they sing along, and they sing along to it with like a Muppet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> What's the song? Great. You got a song that you know of? Yeah, uh, like Blast Doors. <laughs> and, uh, um... I cannot yeah. for the life. That's I funny. could like so describe that. So was that, was that on the show that you were uh, at Point A? Were they on that no, show? No, that was with no. uh, Colleen McPherson mm-hmm. Nova. Uh, oh, and Ray Burrs, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And um, we had a good time, right? Yeah. And we're like, oh, there's actually gay people in the audience. Like, yeah. okay, we can. Yeah, I think it's so great to. Yeah, yeah. Because I think, like I said, I think that you definitely see me meeting so many different kind. There's different types of audience for every, you know, person, mm-hmm. right? Or a different type of comedian for every audience. For yeah. and so it's like there there's just the endless amount of opportunities I think for people to do comedy no matter who you are. It's just finding the right and having the opportunity of a place like Point A for them to go and perform yeah. comedy and music and art and everything. Yeah. So yeah. I like that a lot. So mm-hmm. is that yeah? You're starting to get into more producing shows, I guess. Mm-hmm. Now, so is that something you want to do more of in the future? Or I mean, you obviously yeah. have a monthly show now. Yeah, <laughs> with yeah. Plumpus, so, um, um, but I mean, I think the big appeal of like hosting a show yeah. was frankly like I felt like it was something I would be able to more consistently do mm-hmm. while going to school right. than. Um, than performing because yeah like we were saying for you to do your performances it takes months of work to put it together and at least the way like i want it it, yeah you know to get it to where you can really unless you just do that you can have once you have it you can perform it but yeah you want to change it up yeah so often so i just feel like you know as a host frankly like your job is to be less funny than yeah you know, like, <laughs> you don't want to stand out too much right yeah so i felt like um you know i would be you know my job would be to be like a passive player mm-hmm. and to like do things to basically like my main job would be like in these inter- these mock interviews and in these yeah. games yeah to sort of like hand over passes you're just kind of yeah. presenting or yeah you're just kind of setting things up for other people to be funny <laughs> and, and that was like one of my natural skills in yeah. improv was like they call it like gift giving mm-hmm. where you basically like just set someone up kind of yeah you just like throw someone a bone mm-hmm. like oh I hear you like you play the guitar while like yeah. Irish dancing <laughs> and like and then, and then some asshole cool. has a reason to do that yeah. on stage you know? <laughs> uh, so funny. like that was always something you know um i love yeah. lying and making up lies about what are a couple of good ones what's good one for uh, that nick just... nick has on here that you identify as a public menace mm-hmm. so yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, so... i think you're i think you're succeeding yeah yeah no uh so like i bartend now and mm-hmm. um last night like uh, Jen Jen Shamron and her boyfriend came to like chat with me yeah, and I literally had like a you know people are sitting somewhat 
distant at the bar like it's never packed so i had like a different persona and character Uh. (laughs) with like each bar patron well that's fun and was like sending off these two old ladies with like who were on a road trip like with like part of my heart is with you suzanne (laughs) 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 and she's like you're going in my journal i was like oh you bet you are too (laughs) and i turned back and jen and johnny are like you're a psychopath. <laughs> <laughs> You're a psychopath. The CIA would pay. <laughs> like, <laughs> you are demented, and I'm like, I don't, I don't know why I can do yeah, this I, either. Like, I, I am just as scared as yeah. you. Yeah, I think you're practicing your craft. Like, well, that's what I mean. I think, I think. Wait, forgive me for bringing this up, but Johnny Depp. I know this about Johnny Depp mm-hmm. from him as an early actor. Like yeah. that, he would have. A, he was a telemarketer. So like he would just make up characters every time, yeah. And it was a different person, and that I mean he's a yeah. fucking brilliant actor. I mean he's not probably not a good person, but, mm. <laughs> but you know it's yeah. like I've always admired him for his craft as a performer. Yeah. But a lot of it it comes from that. Just there's something oh Jim Carrey too, which I bring up a lot. He's mm. one of my favorite people of all time, but. Mm. There was something about somebody was talking about him. Oh, because he's coming back to do Robotnik again. Yeah, <laughs> he's coming out of retirement. I love those movies. Mm-hmm. He retired and now he's back again. Yeah. 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 But anyways, but somebody sorry. was talking about on a podcast and they were saying like yeah, Jim Carrey is, has so many characters. Like I don't think there is a Jim Carrey actually. Yeah. Like, <laughs> well, that's what he said. That's why he like yeah, like, after Man in the Moon. Yeah, like yeah. stuff like yeah. that. Because I mean, I always think about that with him too it's like he just became a different person or not even a character but a real person yeah <laughs> which is wild but well here's but, the yeah. thing if you practice the habits of another person so much yeah. that you eventually lose who you were right mm-hmm. way, you know? yeah like, i mean yeah yeah well i think like um like as a kid and as a young adult i very much like lived on like a uh, what form of existence would be like the most pleasing and like the most serving to like the people I care about around me and mm-hmm. so like it was very yeah. like if anything it was unnatural of me to think about like what I would want and like what mm-hmm. would be real about me like yeah like who you really are what do you mean? yeah like I distinctly remember like I'm graduating high school mm-hmm. and like I'm getting I have very good grades and like I'm good at math and science mm-hmm. and so but and I'm also really good at art and I remember like kind kind of wanting to go to art school but then I was like um yeah I guess like so my brother has a disability and I was like raised with the expectation like that I'm going to be his guardian mm-hmm. um because I'm the eldest and like my parents are obviously not going to like live yeah. long enough. Yeah, somebody he's yeah. you know he's in the position where he's always going to need a caretaker. Is that yeah, right? yeah. So, um, so like I just kind of like was raised with like my life is not about me. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, um, which is you know interesting. I mean, it's probably kind of good in a way. I mean, I mm-hmm. think that it's good to be self, uh, not self-serving, but you know. Yeah, yeah, but it meant <laughs> more like, people need to be like, but it. Can, <laughs> I mean, it meant that, like, when I was graduating school, yeah. I was like, well, like, I'm not going to art school. Or, right. Like, I, like, I I guess, like, the decisions that people usually make after mm-hmm. they have, like, yeah. married someone and have decided to have kids are, like, decisions that I made 
when I was like 15. Like mm -hmm. I was like, yeah, oh, well, I should probably take like these AP courses because like this would be the degree that would mm -hmm. be most beneficial right. to like for your family raising someone else. Yeah. Like, <laughs> and so like it wasn't until like um, and so like obviously like that's a very like depressing existence. <laughs> and, like, yeah, just I for not yeah. You know, so I didn't, like, and I didn't even know it because I was, like, raised like that, mm -hmm. so I didn't know, like... Yeah, you I, could just When did do... you first recognize? <laughs> when I first, yeah. like, recognized it was, um, so, like, I, um, I had a therapist, basically, who was the first person to kind of say, like, well, is that okay? Like, do you feel okay with that? Like do you really think you, like, don't want anything else? And I, and, like, you know, you get asked that enough, and eventually you're like, well, I don't know, like, I guess I should, like, try a couple of things. And so that's how I got, like, 17 different hobbies. Mm -hmm. was, like, Trying everything. Yeah. Basically, like, I never let myself try Do you think anything. they saw something in you where yeah. they're like, that? Yeah. I don't think that... But that's, like, something that, we, you know, we talk a lot about. It's mm -hmm. like, you don't, like you said, you were growing up, like, nobody really ever told you or you didn't know you could do all these different things and you didn't see it too. yeah yeah a lot of times you have to see something or somebody has to tell you that you can do something before you can you believe that you can or kind of like the comedy yeah. thing where it's like hey yeah exactly somebody so, told you, you. so when you you're finding out who you yeah. are really you're getting yeah. you're getting the ability to kind of give you yourself the chance to do it right? yeah yeah um and was this during the when was this um, I would say like, like May twenty twenty one was yeah. probably like like right before you started uh, doing performing and stuff. Yeah, like I basically like, um, it was like a long series of events, but mm. like, I just got into like an argument with my mom, yeah. and it was the first time or the second time ever that I had ever argued with my mom. Like, <laughs> I was in incredibly obedient child right. like my dad described me as obedient to a fault because i was just like a robot that yeah, was there to like all the rules i mean i i identify <laughs> with that for most of my life it's just like you just follow the rules and and most of the time i mm -hmm. think maybe you learn if you follow the rules you'll you know get what you want or get you know yeah at least for me growing up so mm -hmm. it's like i've always been strictly and even to honestly to today whenever I get instructions for, I'm a graphic artist, so like, it, mm -hmm. I mean, I do exactly what it says and like mm -hmm. try not to deviate, especially because with that type of art, it's not my art. Yeah. I mean, it's like, so I, I, I've been able to separate those two somehow, I don't know. Mm -hmm. But a lot of people do have struggle with that as a graphic artist, but I do yeah. But, um, yeah. But I do, but, yeah, it's like I work for other people, so it's like, I just do, it's like I'm a very, Strict full, real follower. Sorry, mm -hmm. I went off on that, but it's <laughs> yeah. interesting. But you don't mean to be into a fall. You don't mean yeah, to yeah. Like so I just yeah, it was like it was really like shocking and like we weren't like talking right. for some time and so it was just like my mom was like my compass for like well if I'm doing something that like makes her happy then that is like the appropriate course of mm -hmm. action. Mm -hmm. So it's like once that was no longer on the table, it was like, well, like shit, where's my compass? <laughs> yeah. 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 I would say like now I very much like 
have my own dreams and like mm-hmm. have my own like life to fight for kind of I direction suppose. or something yeah. or a direction that you want to go yeah to. yeah and like mm-hmm. sure i'm going to like experience hardship and getting right. that and all that but i definitely like i mean it makes me understand like why people want to get married or like why people want to retire mm-hmm. or frankly get old enough to retire like it wasn't until i like had the ability to like envision a future that yeah. I actually wanted that I was like oh this is why people like stick around yeah, like, <laughs> yeah right I, I was like what, know, what is this is what there is uh, okay know, I'll stay on the psych ward like okay right. <laughs> well I'm glad you did because your art is very <laughs> yeah. important I think but I, something you said earlier about your you're, so you're very good at math and science mm-hmm. and very good at art and it's like those things don't often crossover I feel like yeah <laughs> or maybe they do but like I don't know you don't I don't know I mean because I'm I feel like I'm pretty good at math and mm-hmm. science but I'm you know much better at art but I you know I'm not I would not say I'm good at math and science <laughs> even I, though it's like I feel like I'm a little bit like that yeah I think um for me those things use the same yeah brain maybe, yeah it's like for maybe for other people they don't you know you kind of figure out a way to connect them because it's like <laughs> with with anything you make whether it's like a robot or a song or a stand-up set mm-hmm. the key to it being good is making something the first time figuring out what's wrong with it making it again right figuring out Proving what's wrong it, with that right doing it again I don't think I'm naturally good mm-hmm. at really anything. Like, I think I have a good visual brain. Mm-hmm. Like, I can picture right. 3D space in my mm-hmm. mind. So that is probably why, like, I have done art so much. Yeah. Is because, you know, I'm constantly picturing things. Mm-hmm. And that, so, like, I guess I have that on me. Yeah. But I think what... I mean, what made me good at art is that I was willing to do it over and over and yeah, over again. And Same thing with improving. music, and you know all that. And stand up. Maybe like, it's the understanding that if you do it over and over, it'll mm-hmm. get better. Because I think people don't understand that, or you know, even though you, yeah. everyone should. But it's like when you try to play guitar and you're like, "Why am I not getting better at this?" It's because you just did it once. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah. It's like, like, you have to and, do it every day for a long time and you'll get and better. And at school, they act like as if I'm mm-hmm. some kind of like beautiful yeah. mind or something. But it's just, you and, just work and I'm hard. Like, if, you, if you like took a time lapse <laughs> right. of yeah. me at the engineering whiteboard, mm-hmm. I have the same problem up at the top yeah. and I'm erasing my over attempts over. Yeah. over and over until I get it right. Mm-hmm. Like, So um, yeah, that's interesting. Yeah. That's a do you great... feel like you so you express yourself in art and you kind of put yourself in it? Mm-hmm. Is there do you feel like you can do that with electrical engineering too? Yeah, expression, maybe like an artistic expression in that way. How do you express yourself in there? How do you plan on yeah. expressing yourself in it? Um, I mean, like you know, I I'm kind of I feel like it takes on a bit more of a like a political spin, hmm. I suppose, in engineering because you know with engineering there's hmm. a big conversation about like you know are you going to McAllister to create missiles yeah or right um are you like going to the local government or are you what are you gonna like, do going with to this spit? like what what yeah. are you going to devote this mind you create right. through you know 
four to eight years of labor, mm-hmm. what are you going to it's put like it It's a very on? powerful skill, I think. Yeah. <laughs> you can do a lot with. I mean, you yeah. create, like, I guess, I don't know, I, I saw Oppenheimer last year, mm. so I think about that a lot. <laughs> yeah. So, like, I think I tend to, you know... <laughs> I guess I tend to bring a conversation to the room where, like, you know, there's a lot of, like, I guess, like, muskheads, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. in, in that kind of space. Yeah, for sure. Where they're, like, you know, capitalism breeds innovation and stuff, mm-hmm. and I'm like, well, why did Russia get <laughs> men's space first? Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like why were they winning yeah, until right. we finally put enough money into science exactly. to actually do something? Well, the problem um, with capitalism <laughs> is that it's not going to make... I mean, the only reason it would work is if it makes money. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Otherwise, yeah. it's not going to happen in capitalism. So, <laughs> you know, so I kind of bring a, you know, when I'm in engineering school, yeah. part of it is like, part of it is me being like, this whatever job I get with this, yeah. even if it's just like a government job, yeah. will still be like a life changer in like, I will ha- be able to live a life where, like, I won't go to sleep for dinner. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. you know, I will be able to live a life where I won't have to worry about which grocery store I go right, to. Right. Like, you know, yeah. To, yeah. I mean, it would it would be life changing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, for the money. I mean, that's yeah. the thing with. I I think about a lot recently, but I always I think I've lived my life like this, especially in my adult life. Mm-hmm. Like, I try not to let monetary things stop me from creating art. I mean, obviously, it's hard mm-hmm. because <laughs> you have to live and pay your bills and all that. But yeah. it's like, I, that's why I have so much credit card debt or had. I'm mm-hmm. trying to pay it down. But it's like, I need this stuff around me. It's like, I need to create this shit that yeah. <laughs> you know, I have. And yeah. it's like, the only way to do that is with the expensive amps and gear and all this crap. So it's like, yeah. which I think I've done a good job of not. I've I've saved a lot of money on this stuff by getting used and getting stuff. But yeah, it's like, you know, I think we were saying it's like um, you have the money. It's like once you have this good Mm -hmm. job with a good pay, you can create as what whatever you want and not yeah. worry about that and not have to worry about your bills getting paid and buying groceries or whatever. Yeah, so I was like, you know, that'd be one yeah. part of it is like nice. one I could, you know, <laughs> have enough time to do the things right. that I actually want, yeah. have enough money to do the things I actually want. Mm-hmm. But I also was just like, well, you know, in the in the case that you know this, you know, the world is not sustainable the way mm-hmm. it is and all that stuff and you know something were to happen whether it's like <laughs> climate crisis right, or all, all that stuff you know another pandemic another when stuff. i was like doing work with like i did a lot of work with like commonwealth urban farms i mm. noticed that like the leftist scene basically had like a lot of people who had like a variety of practical skills like you know, people who were plumbers, mm-hmm. people who were handymen, people who were like working in hospitality and people like that, but they didn't have a lot of people that like understood how yeah. these systems worked right. on a macro level. Mm-hmm. And also, I was reading a lot about like the power crisis and basically how there's like not enough engineers in America yeah. to keep 
the power of running. Because yeah, we're gonna need <laughs> wow. we're gonna need more and more. I mean, it's yeah. just the things with things changing, and I mean, it needs basically, to be better, like every you know? person getting an engineering degree should switch to some form of power engineering. Yeah. And then they should also convince three other people to get <laughs> that's how engineering. Many we need. That's yeah. how many engineers yeah. we need right now. Mm-hmm. And at the same time, getting an engineering that's degree costs like about forty thousand dollars. So interesting. And you said I takes... so I basically was like, okay, yeah. I need to like somebody has to know how this shit works. Like we mm-hmm. can't if if it does get to the point where we're in that post society, like right. somebody has to know. Like, it can't just be maintaining the old systems. Yeah, it also has to be, that. like, what happens if they really, really <laughs> fail? Yeah, like, that's part of the problem that we're dealing with now is just trying to maintain old systems that aren't working yeah, anymore. And the answer like... is to not have old systems. I mean, that's what I think about with, like, like you were saying earlier, like the plumbers and mm-hmm. with the plumbing systems, like in Oklahoma, right? Like, mm-hmm. we had, we've had a lot of, like, failures with our electrical grid that mm-hmm. a few years ago with the storms and things. I mean, obviously, the climate is changing yeah which affects mm. different you know the things that yeah. were built a hundred years ago or 50 years ago or and not it's like under our current up. system yeah. like the wealthy people are always going to have electricity right, right? Mm-hmm. so and they have the it's only going to be the poor been, yeah. that are going mm-hmm. to die of hypothermia yeah. and so die of heat stroke well i like about what That's you're true. saying i think you see a need for something in the world and you've made the decision to put yourself in that you know you you can plug this hole i mean i think that yeah i talk about that with i was telling you about this about you know not having a gazette that we talk about mm-hmm. not having anyone in the news talking about this stuff that we're doing you know yeah. any, anyone yeah. on this level it's like there's a need for that so it's like i want to try to fill that i mean we talk a lot about that with what we want to do with this program and this channel mm-hmm. so but i like that i think that that's the, kind of the key for everyone is to if you feel like you don't have a purpose just look around and see what needs to be done yeah and yeah. go towards that especially the things mm-hmm. you care about like you saying you love yeah you know you're caring about the environment and other people and, and thinking about the lesser fortunate people that well it's you, know, a, you can help it's also like i guess i don't like entering a community building or mutual aid mindset with like a mindset of like I'm giving you something Mm -hmm. because like you giving something to your community is is going to be something that gets you back like what yeah it will like what I like because right now I would say I get more from the community like Mm -hmm. I am more often the person where like a friend offers to buy me dinner yeah then it will <laughs> then be later yeah you know so like um you know going into your community i mean i i think it's a big thing in like whatever you want to call it like socialist leftist communist whatever mm-hmm. like it's a big thing to say like um you're never giving something to get the community you're helping build the community and like anything you do in there is going to come back to you mm-hmm. tenfold yeah. like um, so because it's, it's not your, a sacrifice because it's yeah. your community. Yeah. I mean, yeah. if you're doing it for, that's what I think about. And I was talking about this earlier with, you know, going to California or whatever. It's like, well, if my community is not what I want it to be, then I should try to make it better. Right. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think if other people see you too, mm-hmm. like, yeah. they want to be part of right. oh, I if can you, do that. If, you, afraid yeah. to do it. if you're presenting yeah. yourself to the community it's like i think that's another issue with us especially after the pandemic and being 
we've all became shut-ins. Mm -hmm. It's like we can't live like that. You have to be in the community and put yourself in the world, and that's how things happen to you and get and better. <laughs> we're a communal species yeah. that has been like driven into right. smaller and smaller. Because we can now. I mean, yeah. it is possible to live in a hole and in and, and get a shit delivered to you and never see the sun. I mean, mm. it's not good, yeah. but you can do it. Well, and, and it's it sucks, like, but yeah, but it's like. <laughs> It's possible. You're literally losing yeah, life expectancy. It's not, it's not good. Like, yeah, no, it's, it's killing. It's, it's killing us to be separated mm -hmm. the way we are. Mm -hmm. Like nuclear families have been killing us mm -hmm. since post World War Two. Like, it is not how we're supposed to live. Yeah. Like, we are not supposed to be in these houses that are like hundreds of yards apart from yeah, each other too far in away, neighborhoods yeah. that are miles away from the nearest fun thing to do yeah um, in the community where you can gather that I mean, is that's... not <laughs> mm -hmm. i mean even in tiny tiny villages back when we had yeah. like wells and drank straight from mm -hmm. the cow's teeth yeah we still could walk a couple of steps yeah. and see to some see guy yeah. tell some jokes or something like that yeah. like um so yeah, yeah I'm just that's very... something that we're <laughs> yeah. I agree I think that's something that's interesting and I talk about this a lot because I think that's we're in an unprecedented we're always I guess in an unprecedented time but like mm -hmm. it's like humans have never had this the things that we have and the, and the problems that we deal with we've never had to deal with them because they're brand new to our society mm -hmm. with like we've never had access to like the, te the information that we have honestly i mean mm. that we have the entirety of a human knowledge in our pocket yeah. at all times yeah and it's like we can't even i mean we don't even understand that what power that is yeah <laughs> you know? yeah and yeah. and so how do you we're still figuring out a lot of things as a society but i think it is a lot of mental health things that we're dealing with that our brains weren't evolved to deal with these social mm -hmm. media and the amount of dopamine and things that we get and from all the stimulation mm -hmm. from everywhere so yeah. it's a problem but i think that there's there's definitely you know with mental health that's a huge thing that i like to talk about with people on this show for sure mm -hmm. and want to talk more about yeah because uh, i think it's important to talk about and to make it you know because i went to start therapy you know last year i did a little bit for about six months mm -hmm. and i stopped but um i would go back but mm -hmm. of course i think it was hugely helpful and i think that we all do but i think the uh, the reason why i didn't do it for so long is i was like i just don't know what it is you know really you're like you're afraid you just don't understand it and you don't nobody talks about it enough mm -hmm. so yeah trying to make it more i guess what is the word like uh, normal, <laughs> normalized. Yeah. I think it's more, way more accepted now than yeah. it was. But still, yeah. but I think yeah. a lot of people have a fear of it because they don't. Because like with my family, we, we never talked about any of that kind of stuff mm -hmm. growing up. So it's like, you know, I think the difficult for me is like money and time. Yeah, that yeah. too yeah. for so, sure. With yeah. money, be on the lowest part. But I do think that there are, there are some. I think that when you look into it too, it's not as bad as you think. It is mm -hmm. worth it if you can get a good deal where you're only paying like even 10 or 20 dollars a session that's fucking yeah. cheap yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. and for the what you get is nothing i mean it's yeah. less than netflix <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah but even it's if also you did like, yeah if we're creating a society where the answer to the mental health question is everybody has a therapist yeah 
Maybe. What's our society? Well, I don't know. If it creates people that need therapists. <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, but I just think that Maybe people, we could just fix the system. Yeah, that <laughs> I think that there's, like, I, I just mean as far as on a mental level is yeah. understanding kind of how to, uh, you, fix, you know, fault solve these issues that we have on the internal landscape mm-hmm. that we don't talk about enough. Mm-hmm. And, like, that would make everyone better if we weren't so involved in, like, this self-doubt and, like, I think we'd be all happier and less, you know, mm-hmm. hurtful to each other. Oh, sure. Especially yeah. if you can, you know, find peace in yourself, you're not going to go and try to destroy anyone else's life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot. I think that's kind of what I mean by that, for mm-hmm. sure, is that, like the just toxicity of the internet, too. Mm-hmm. It's all very linked to mental health yeah. problems, but... Um, I don't know. We kind of went off, which I think I love. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, thanks for uh, that. so we can kind yeah. of wrap up, I guess, with some mm-hmm. anything uh, or any kind of last minute topics. Yeah. That you want to touch well, I'm on. curious. Where do you see yourself in the future? Yeah. What's your goals? Um, once I get my degree, I um, that's like the main goal. Um, so like that'll. Graduation, I think, is planned in my Excel sheet. Like, it's when I'm 31 or 32. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> you got it all planned out. And I'm 27 right now. Yeah. So, so like, almost yeah. There. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and uh, so, once I graduate, mm-hmm. I guess I plan on working the field, and I think I'd like to work a variety of different things. Like, I think I'd Try like to work. things, yeah. I think I'd like to do, like, some radar, some power, um, you know, uh, learn about a bunch of different systems before, uh, settling on something, and, um, I mean, really the goal is, like, after that I can really choose what to do, like, I'll have such a solid 9 to 5 that my 5 to 9 can be whatever, so, you know, after that I'll be able to like if I wanted to take comedy more seriously mm-hmm. and like go on road trips to like tour yeah cause then or, you would have time you could take off vacation or whatever and yeah and, you know I'd do that mm-hmm. if I wanted to like live somewhere different yeah, where there was more could, of a scene there'd be so many opportunities once you have that degree yeah. you could go anywhere <laughs> yeah that's um, awesome so yeah uh, kind of it seems like you just uh, the world's your oyster. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, like after that, after your pretty much, job, yeah. Yeah, because you know, like Europe is begging. So. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Is that your next target? I I don't know. I, it's kind of a, a dream destination, maybe. <laughs> it kind of depends, because yeah. I like I am my brother's guardian, and yeah. actually, a lot of Europe has um like legal policy against people with disabilities immigrating so um, they like will not allow you to live there um Hmm. if they believe you might like taint the breeding pool so um (laughs) modern eugenics wow yeah (laughs) Yeah, i didn't know that existed yeah i've never heard of that yeah the world has many different ways to keep you down (laughs) (laughs) yeah Uh, ain't that the truth But, um, yeah, that's, uh, I mean, honestly, just, like, get that degree and live a life that is, like, easier Mm -hmm. and more free. That's good. That's the goal. Yeah. 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 I I mean, I love that goal. I think, ultimately, no matter what you do, I think it'll be good just because it's, you you have that, 
you want to help other people you're not you know you, mm -hmm. you're gonna do a lot of things like you said i love that about whenever you help your community it's gonna come back you're mm -hmm. gonna succeed because I think that's very people true. are gonna want to help you i always say this too yeah. it's like when you help someone else it automatically makes them want to help you yeah they're, they automatically you know even if you don't ask for anything in return in their mind, they're like, I have to repay you in some way, and they're going to. <laughs> you Humans know, literally like, have like a where they can a natural yeah. biological yeah it's like natural need and desire <laughs> to help and connect right. with one another. So, yeah. It is how we survived. Like, <laughs> never let anybody convince you that that is like not what we're supposed mm -hmm. to be doing. It is yeah, I think it's exactly what we're supposed absolutely. to be doing. Absolutely, just connection, yeah. connecting in a different yeah. way. It's what you're going to be the most naturally good at. Yeah, yeah. I agree. Yeah. Um, so I guess, was there, I guess we have like final questions. I guess you are. Uh, we used one. to do Worst Bomb, but I, yeah. I like the idea of doing like, favorite show. Yeah, what's your favorite mm -hmm. Favorite show, favorite performance, yeah. Okay. I mean, the Factory Obscura show. Yeah, that was, was incredible. <laughs> I keep hearing about such, that. <laughs> I mean, like, love that. I think that was like a, a highlight in all of our careers. Yeah. like it was. That's like, a, I, I thought about that while I was there, to watching watching all you guys. It's like mm. this was like that one and the the one I think it was like the next week after that. Yeah, um, at the eighty nine. Yeah. you're on both, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, and so watching you guys do that, and it was like everyone was like, it was like the 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 Super Bowl or something like yeah. kind of like all season I've watched you guys work on you know yeah. open mics and doing different shows and it's like this is the big event at the end of the year yeah <laughs> oh, I love and that. everybody was did a great job and it was like successful so it was like the the big performance at the end of the year I don't know why it felt mm -hmm. like that but yeah Chandler yeah. Watson yeah. he said he was like man it was the best I've ever done yeah like, it was the no most fun. <laughs> it, it, like I don't know if it's because like we all had a theme, yeah. so like it, it was all an interesting concept. It all sure. had to like at least be if you were going to use your old material, you at least had yeah. to like make it under the mm -hmm. theme and stuff. But even then, like like Natalie Perez mm -hmm. like reskinned a lot of her jokes yeah. to be like Mother's Day right, jokes, right? Because it's like anything that she had to do with her mom, she could use. But then much. it made it so funny because like it made it so, like the reason she was doing all these crazy things was because her mom told her to do stuff. <laughs> <laughs> and so like even yeah. that like the like uh, there was no person that left that stage without like people really dying and like people were really invested that's when I realized like my quality is so important like mm -hmm. <laughs> and um and yeah like I that's the most I've been like okay if we like if we took this shit seriously, yeah. the people would come in like a real way. Mm -hmm. And if we always booked the comics that, you know, do actually write new stuff yeah. and do actually practice. Yeah, just put the um, actual work in. And if we did like give them the opportunity to say like, hey, if you want to step your game up, like mm -hmm. here's here's the floor. Yeah. And if we gave those people those opportunities, they will kill and mm -hmm. they will sell out. Like yeah. we sold out yeah. a show with was... fifteen dollar tickets <laughs> as local stand ups. Yeah, like just that... nobody anybody that anyone knew in particular. It was no. Just... <laughs> and I'm like, that's unheard yeah, of. It really like is you know incredible, you put a, you put five dollars at the door mm -hmm. at most shows and it's yeah, like, it's oh I don't know about that. <laughs> <laughs> like so I I was just like, okay, like 
if we wanted to, like, we can really yeah, it's possible step to, the game to... up. And, and people will come mm-hmm. if they know it's, like, not going to be your performers that right. have been saying the same thing yeah, for new, seven a new years. Concept. That's why I think yeah. I, I keep... I love to see his new concepts of different types of shows and not mm-hmm. just because you were talking about doing some stuff like that for put a cork in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They added another yeah. show to do mm-hmm. a different um, type of two shows a month now. Oh, so we're gonna okay. do a regular show and then we're gonna do like a theme show. Mm-hmm. And I yeah. think the first one, just because I'm a Liz said it and I was like, that's a brilliant idea. Yeah, it's like a whose line is anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm a big G- uh, Drew Carey fan. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. it's just like, oh, yeah, we gotta yeah. just give it a shot. What's the worst oh, that happens? Absolutely, you know? yeah, yeah. Like, I think we might sell that one a little cheaper because yeah. we're raising mm-hmm. the price because it's, it's selling. Well, the other one, yeah, the regular yeah. show is like, I was telling, I was like, that's you're it's too cheap. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, last night we had like one guy was like, I can't believe that this happens here. Like, cause, yeah, yeah. yeah. It was incredible. Yeah. Last night was great. It's like a real production. Yeah, so yeah, we'll hopefully be able to do you know get bigger stages and like you're saying and put on bigger have bigger rooms for people like you know our friends to perform on Mm -hmm. that's all i I mean just make stuff and Mm -hmm. add people to it yeah it's fun (laughs) yeah yeah so yeah that's great Uh, thanks so much for coming this is so much fun thank you for having such a great conversation making so much cool stuff absolutely i didn't even realize it's interesting that uh, it keeps happening but it's like and I, maybe it's just the natural thing but I didn't even realize but you're a comedian and a musician like I mean the whole thing with mm-hmm. this show it's like so many people have these as performers we have so many of these different skill sets but they all I don't know it's it's fun yeah. to see so thank it's you like... for coming and doing what you do yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah thank you Continue guys to watch yeah. you um uh so i guess that's it for the show yeah there are mm-hmm. a couple of upcoming events but mm-hmm. if you want to stick around or you can go if you gotta go to okay yeah anyway um, i guess we're just gonna shout out his next show for next week or yeah. actually sorry back up real quick but what's the show you want to shout out or anything mm. that you got coming up to talk about before well, we get out of here be sure to hit up Wampus yeah. Weathers Wednesdays mm-hmm. um, every first Wednesday of every month. Mm-hmm. Praying on that extension after May. Yeah, and, <laughs> so yeah at least and, uh, a couple months. Yeah, so, um, months. and that's at Legally Brewed in Norman, yeah. which is at one two three West Main nice. Street. Um, and that's at seven p.m. every first Wednesday. Uh, we not only host comedians, but we also set them up with fun games and mock mm-hmm. interviews. Um, so it's a different kind of comedy show. And then. Uh, and then my next stand-up show will be at Point A Gallery on yeah. February 23rd at 8 p.m. With um, the date night, is that yes, right? Yes, yes. And the very talented Kaylin Reese, Chandler Watson, and Mystique. Yeah. I forget her last name that yeah, she had on. I but yeah, the poster yeah. for that, so mm-hmm. that will be fine. We, yeah. That's in two weeks, right? Yeah, that's on the 23rd, right, but I yeah. guess it'll be like on 10 days from... Yeah. Well, yeah, this yeah. will come out, and we'll shout that out mm-hmm. again next week. Cause yeah. Or, but yeah, I'm yeah. excited for that. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, and then other than that, well, I'll shout out one real quick because mm-hmm. for Nick for the upcoming events for Friday, February 16th, 
Looks like there is a comedy contest at Legends Pub House and Venue in Chickasha. Oh, <laughs> yeah. it's well, I couldn't find too many details, but I know you're gonna be there competing. Mm -hmm. And it's at Legends. I do a lot of comedy and stuff. I don't know. Do you have any more information? About oh yeah, that? it's uh, two. You could win two hundred fifty dollars. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So and then you also could win a, a spot on their show. They usually do a showcase. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so you get this opportunity to go out. One, the pub house is huge. The stage is great. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah it's a beautiful venue. Venue, uh, and then the guy that runs it, Arrow, he, he's been doing a lot to try to bolster comedy mm -hmm. in Chickasha, which yeah. is hard to do because it's hard to bolster anything in Chickasha. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, a lot of these small towns. Like yeah. we, talked to, we talked a lot about Lawton, those but there's guys little out there. Pockets, mm -hmm. like yeah. you know. But this is one of them, and yeah. he really does a great job. But yeah, and 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 I'm I'm real excited. I want to win. Mm -hmm. yeah. I want to win yeah. just because two hundred fifty dollars. Oh yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying, guys. No. <laughs> that. I mean, that's a, never made a dollar. I didn't like <laughs> put that right back into your art. So. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. For anyone that wins. Hopefully. I mean, mm -hmm. but, so, yeah, I just wanted to shout that out real quick because I know you've got that. But then, of course, you've got the big event. I guess you're not actually going to be on this show. No, I am not <laughs> on this show. Mm -hmm. All right. I don't deserve to be on this show. Okay. okay. This is the lively comedy showcase, baby. This is Sunday, February 18th, 6 p.m. Uh, I say Nick Campbell Comedy and Lively Beerworks team up to bring you side-splitting oh, shows, it. but it's going to be Liz Campbell Whoa. hosting. <laughs> She's going to be hosting the show. I'm going to be taking tickets at the door and looking pretty. So, nice. You have to dye your hair, though. No, just, yeah. just look as good. All right. But then we get, get ready at least for take a couple buttons. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that was going to happen. I'm not going to shave any of this chest hair. You know it's just going to look like kind of strangles. Yeah. yeah. Maybe get some extensions. Because, yeah. Yeah. I mean, look, I don't want to take away from the show. You right. know what I'm saying? Yeah. I don't want to be, I'm not yeah. trying to be in the limelight on this mm -hmm. one. Yeah. Got a great yeah. lineup. A good time. booth babe is better seen than Heard, you know, yeah. I fe felt. Yeah. Better felt. My <laughs> presence. <laughs> I wouldn't look. Okay, that was an accident. But, <laughs> but like I said, get ready for a night of laughter and good vibes. We're got, mm -hmm. We've got some awesome door prizes, which we mm -hmm. usually do mm -hmm. a board a board game. I love board yeah, games. Yeah. Card game and then uh, Lively gives away a beer pack and $25 gift card. Mm -hmm. um, and then uh, there's Tom, uh, Molly's Tamales is yeah. going to be there. Nice. Uh, and there's gluten-free options with Molly's Tamales. Uh, <laughs> and then also our lineup is Julie Drake, mm -hmm. Ms. Kitty, uh, Katie Alley, Ava C., Carly Marissa Dummett, and Raven Burris. Now, I didn't I didn't get to pick any of these. Liz picked one. She booked the whole lineup. Yeah. And I, I had to go get them. Yeah. But she's like, Nick, go, do, go yeah. get these people. She gave and, you the list. Uh, and here it is. And of course, my beautiful wife, Liz Campbell. Uh, don't miss a chance to enjoy some of the finest comedy acts in the area. Grab your tickets now and let's laugh until our sides hurt. Lively Beer Works, 815 Southwest 2nd Street. Doors at 530. Show at 6. It's $5. If you can't really find $5, you don't need to be there. <laughs> <laughs> so you probably need to go get a job or something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, or you could just ask nice. I mean, yeah. You know. yeah. <laughs> no, that'll be a great show. I'm excited for this. It'll be like the February Valentine's Day mm. all-female mm. comic which is great to see. I think that that a lot of people say this. It's like they don't. They're like, there's not a lot of female comics, but there are a ton. I think there. You know, there yeah. are a lot, but there's mm. probably not enough. But <laughs> I think there's a whole lack lineup. of like. Yeah, I, I really. I mean, I'm looking for more people, right. honestly. And guys, mm -hmm. if you want to submit anything, to, to hit me up in the DMs. I'm looking for people right now. Right. Yeah, for sure. yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, yeah. just fresh blood out of town. You know, yeah. people I haven't used before. Mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've had yeah. people come up and talk to me. It's like, hey, man. Uh, because breweries all 
are interconnected and a lot of the same people go to the different yeah. breweries. Yeah. Uh, I started, we're starting a new thing at Rough Tail mm -hmm. Brewery and the first thing she said was like, hey, all the brewery people talk and they all see the same stuff so we need to bring some fresh blood. Yeah. And I was like, all right, I got no more people now. Yeah. <laughs> but it hasn't been hard. It's yeah. been, you know, it's pretty entertaining. And I like getting, watching clips. Getting to know yeah. some people yeah. out in Tulsa and bringing mm -hmm. those people down. Yeah, that's mm -hmm. been, I've been taking trips I mean, there's just a lot of comics out there yeah. so, and it's not, yeah. So, yeah. I mean, but there's opportunity in yeah. that, I think. Yeah, and it's a lot of fun. So yeah, I yeah, mean, it, it it's be. actually Liz and my ten year anniversary this mm -hmm. month. Oh, so yeah, I'm sure she's gonna talk about that. Yeah, during, yeah. Uh, yeah. So I'm a little scared. But, <laughs> she's, yeah, but it'd be good. Yeah, I'm saying get the extensions. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, maybe it's time to show out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, so. push them together. <laughs> like, well, I, got, I got a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah. that's that's it for the show. That's it for the video. Um, I, I guess one thing on the events, like, I don't know if anybody's watching, if you got events, email them to uh, rhythmandwit at gmail.com because it would honestly help. I mean, if you, I mean, I can't promise that I'll talk about it, but like, I just, I, I a lot of times do need help finding stuff to talk mm -hmm. about because this week, I mean, I knew about your stuff, but it's it's hard to find what's actually going on mm -hmm. sometimes if you're really looking so. If you want to be, uh, some people have asked me to, to shout stuff out, but it's hard sometimes with the timing too. Yeah. Because so I two need weeks to, yeah, as soon as you can yeah. send me a flyer or something, if you, if you think about it or DM on Instagram, of course, mm -hmm. I want to start using that and just DMing that account from my account with shit to remember yeah, <laughs> just to have it yeah. Yeah. anyways. But yeah, I just wanted to shout that. Out. And of course, go to nickcampbellcomedy.com. What up? New website, uh, blog is popping off. So <laughs> got... popping off, but <laughs> well, it's happening. I'm forcing it's it out there. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's yeah. happening. That's what yeah, I mean. It's happening. But <laughs> we're signing up for the mailing list because there's going to yeah, the be merch list. deals. There's going to be information on upcoming shows, and there's also going to be uh, promo codes for future shows. Mm -hmm. so. so yeah. And then follow Rowan to keep I, up with your stuff. I'm at Jester Rowan on as like a comedian. Yeah, and, that's your comedian um, count. <laughs> yeah, if you know me as a person in real life, <laughs> and you request to follow Rowan Oki, the yeah. personal one. Yeah. I'll think about yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> I make no promises. But, but just a ruin, it's for you. You know? Yeah, that's, that's, what, that's what you want to promote and everything. So if you yeah. want to find out what you're doing. Not everybody earlier. needs to be seeing, yeah. like... Me making dumb memes about yeah, my boyfriend's just, ass. Yeah. <laughs> but they're super funny. <laughs> so, yeah, so everything again. reminds me of him. <laughs> and, <laughs> and that's love. <laughs> I think yeah. we just did. That was it. That was the end. No, good happy, job, guys. Happy Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Day. Uh, happy Valentine's Day. <laughs> uh, that was so much fun. Thank you. Yeah, of course. Oh, Thank yeah. you, guys. <laughs> Gay hair and